Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm hot. <laughs> hot Bell, Bell. I'm I'm so hot. <laughs> you are hot. Um, but I mean, temperature-wise, you're you're going through some things? Yeah, yeah. My my air conditioning uh has been acting weird since Sunday and it just won't cool the house. And uh I don't know what's wrong, and I haven't slept in like three days, and I'm having like weird fever dreams because of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can we talk about the fever dreams? Like, and I know people are thinking, like, <laughs> oh good, air conditioning repair and, and what you dreamed about. This is quality podcasting. No, 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 it's relevant. <laughs> it's relevant. It is. It is. It is. I, I think you guys will like this. So I had a dream. I think it was Sunday night going into Monday or Monday night going into Tuesday. I don't I don't remember. Everything has melted together the last couple of days because my brain is literally cooking. Um, but so I had this dream where our editor, Mike, in the 70s, in the 1970s, uh, wrote, directed, produced, filmed a movie called Batman Witch, like Batman colon witch, right. like of the Blair like, variety. Or, well, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was I was over at his place and he was telling me about it and how like, you know, I I did this whole thing, made this whole movie and like I go to try and get it distributed and Warner Brothers was like, "No, you can't you no, that's our property. Like you can't you can't we, no, we're not going to distribute this. It's like you, you you didn't you didn't didn't get permission from us. You can't no, it's not going to work." And so uh he was like, "Yeah, it kind of sucks they never distributed it, but you know, I have it on VHS." <laughs> So I was like, okay, let's watch it. And so we watched it and I don't remember anything from it. Um, the only, th- I remember watching like one particular scene and that scene had nothing to do with Batman or witches. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the movie was about. However, I, I have an idea for a Batman colon witch uh, uh, movie. Now I'm, I'm going to have to make it work somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see what you have to do is you have to legally differentiate. That's what uh, editor Mike in your dream did not. He failed to do. He failed to legally <laughs> differentiate, but we here at flash TV talk, we, we know all about stealing. I mean, legally differentiating. So, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we are, we are good at that. Yes. Yes. We know how to do that anyway. All right, guys, we got a great show for y'all because we got a fun episode to talk about. Lots going on. Oh, man, I can't wait to dive into it. Uh, oh, is there anything else that I wanted to make mention of? I don't think so, other than, uh, of course, we can't do this without your support over at patreon.com slash TV talk. Thanks to all the amazing patrons there. Go there to help support the show and make it happen. And speaking of making it happen, Belle, you ready to make it happen? Let's do it. All right, let's jump into The Rundown. The, the Rundown. <laughs> Episode 16 of Season 7, Heart of the Matter, Part 1. Directed by Eric Dean Seaton and story by Eric Wallace and Lauren Barnett. 
Bell, what happened this episode? Well, Barry allows Bart and Nora to stay in the past. They join him in fighting off a squad of Godspeed drones, but all the drones target Bart. Later, Bart explains that he considers Godspeed his thawn, since he witnessed Godspeed murdering Jay Garrick, who has always encouraged Bart's impulsive attitude. Yeah. While Barry attempts to contact Wally West for help, Iris returns. After several losses against the drone, Barry and Iris decide to bench Nora and Bart. However, the rebel drones capture Jay Garrick, who has regained his speed after the rebirth of the Speed Force, and demand Bart in exchange for his life. Bart leaves to fight them, but he is knocked out and nearly killed by the drones. Barry and Nora rescue Jay and Bart, while Sisko arrives and traps the drones. Meanwhile, Chester asks Allegra for help charging a device to remove the drone's speed and consoles Allegra when he learns about Esperanza's death. As Joe and Kramer return from assisting the FBI with the other Kramer's investigation, they witness many of Central City's citizens flee to escape the Godspeed War. Afterwards, Barry suggests that they get into August's mind to try to get the answers they need to stop the drones. Once Cecile helps Barry enter Hart's mind, he encounters the real August. Turns out he's been waiting for him, and he says he has all the answers, menacing that it will be so much fun. Dun, dun, dun. That was the most dun 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 worthy one. I we've tell had you, man, this episode right here. Let, let me just let me just lay it out for you, okay? Let me lay it out for you. We got we got Flash family in full. We got the kids. We got Nora, a Nora, basically our Nora, but not our Nora. We got confirmation on that. We got Bart freaking Allen, somebody that we've wanted to see since the beginning of this show. We got the return of Jay Garrick, OG himself, coming onto the stage here. We got the Godspeed War cranking up. We've got the actual Godspeed in full Godspeed force with a full Godspeed story and a full Godspeed actor who's playing the <laughs> Godspeed Prime. We've got murder. We've got love. We've got family drama. We've got all of these things going on. And every single moment that I am watching this show, this this episode, this one right here, Bell. All I can think about is, man, I wonder what's going on with Joe and Kramer. Dude, you're telling me. I was like, the whole time, I'm like, can we get back to Kramer versus Kramer? I'm tired <laughs> of the speedster garbage. Like, I want Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, where, where's the Kramer versus Kramer? Like, what, 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 what's with all these speedsters running around? We want, <laughs> we want, we were promised Kramer versus Kramer all back half of this season. And I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's it's just it's just so disappointing. This episode was so disappointing. Yeah, I wanted I Kramer just, versus oh, Kramer, yes. and all I got was Godspeed and Speedsters and yeah. Flash Family and blah blah blah. Yeah, Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing, but I do have to. I mean, like I want to go ahead and acknowledge this so that we don't have to talk about it for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Joe and Kramer side quest maybe coming to an end. It looks like so good on that. But every single time we cut back, it was even more worse than last episode because the the war is ramp, you know ramping up the kids are in town you know the, the there's a lot going on and then we cut to the side quest and joe's like i can't even call into central city it's like joe maybe maybe just you're not here you should be here and you're not here <laughs> like, yeah. we, we can catch up with you later we got we got some stuff going on in central city it was such a yeah it, fortunately I mean, it didn't take up too much time but yeah <laughs> I, I i am kind of interested in it like I, I want to see the the actual kramer versus kramer where she like fights an army of clones of herself because i feel like that's where they're maybe not an army of clones but like <sighs> there, there's there's cloning or something going on like there has to be sure and I, I want to see that um but like everything else like you could just you know 
resolve Godspeed War, cut to them fighting the thing, and then like cut back to Team Flash with them coming back saying, yeah, we had some fun. Joe and Kramer, they, they, they show the thing, and then like, you know, one of them, Joe War Kramer, says the line, it's Kramer versus Kramer in here or something like that. And then they just come back and recap it for us. Like, I just want to see it's Kramer versus Kramer up in here or something like that. Or 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 Cisco or, you know, P-Funk. Oh, Cisco coming back. I meant to add that into my whole epic everything awesome yeah, this episode. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the only, the only one who didn't come back was Wally, which which would have been amazing. That would have been super yeah, good. Yeah, that was, ooh, oh, man. Uh, this And this would be the one, uh, you know. I, mm. I almost wish they hadn't my mentioned guess him. Is... Because when they, when they mentioned Wally, oh, yeah, he's meditating in the Speed Force. He can't come out. I was like, oh, just don't even. No, they have to. They they have to mention I guess Wally. like there's no way because this this is part of what we've been waiting for right like the entirety uh, uh, we we have wanted a Bart Wally Barry team up and I think what we're going to get obviously is what we're going to get right we're going to get a kind of Nora filling in for Wally I kind of hope that we see a situation where maybe Iris does kind of become a speedster uh, temporarily here for, to, to help fight Godspeed and maybe if that's the case Nora gives uh gives her her costume and then Nora actually becomes the new kid flash so we do have kind of a kid flash a impulse a you know jay garrick a uh barry allen kind of going up against you know a speedster villain godspeed here in this case uh all together i i would have no problem with Nora becoming kind of the spiritual successor of i mean i, I would argue she already is kind of the spiritual successor of kid flash why not give her the mantle we know that it, it goes to kind of the the sidekick-esque role and while she is certainly her own hero in the form of xs you know i think i think there's something even more powerful and you know if if she does become a kid flash even for an episode yeah like her suit gets damaged or something and they're like hey we got this leftover one and it's like some material that you know because <laughs> obviously Wally, Wally's suit's not going to Well, no, it's her, not going to fit. But, but I mean, like, we got Cisco. What do you yeah, think Cisco's doing? C- Cisco's making a nanotech. Yeah. He's like, look, I just got this nanotech suit. And like, we're just going to bam. And like, Kid Flash, there you go. Yeah. Because she, I mean, she's literally the Flash's kid. So like, I mean. <laughs> it, 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 thank you, Bell. Thank it's, you. It's that is exactly my point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. So it works perfectly. So I would love to see that. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I think it would be amazing if it does. Okay, Nora, let's uh this was the big speculation last week trying to figure out exactly what's going on, which Nora is this. I am so glad we got confirmation. We got confirmations this episode. Like like I they told got- you we got clarity. We don't often get clarity these days. That was really good. I mean, I knew. I knew. Come on. Like, that was the only logical explanation. All right. Now, this is fair, but I'm just glad that they actually acknowledged it. And, you know, it makes sense. You know, they could talk- not acknowledge it. Right. Like that would have it would have just. That would have been the weirdest thing just to not even mention old Nora. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you think about the way, and I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to rag on the show right now when it's like giving us some some quality, <laughs> some quality beef cups cuts here. But I'm just saying that, like, historically speaking, they haven't always been good when it comes to what they've said about time travel and the rules surrounding time travel. And they kind of change it from time to time when the story they feel like needs it when I would argue doesn't need it. But regardless, so this would could potentially fall into that category. But thankfully, that didn't happen. So. Uh, regardless, we do get the confirmation. She, uh, you know, she's not, you know, the, the Nora that we saw before that she is in fact, you know, kind of this new timelines, Nora, we can already see immediately the difference in the two. This is obviously a Nora that grew up with uh, a relationship with her mom and dad. She is much, uh, you know, Nora was always very upbeat, but there was always kind of an upbeatness to Nora that was covering up a lot of trauma. This one definitely seems a lot more uh, well-adjusted, let's say, in terms yeah. of her relationship with her parents. And uh, and then also as kind of a, you know, as a big sister and, you know, just, just in life. She's just, she's, she's killing it, man. 
yeah, you're right. Like she, she felt the same, but she felt different. And, you know, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's really interesting how, yeah. you know, this, the same actress can play the same character differently. Yeah. I know? mean, well, hey, look, if Tom Cavanaugh can do it, I mean, don't get me wrong, Tom Cavanaugh is a great well, a- actor, but this show is, uh, certainly known for for uh, threading that needle in terms of presenting us with, hey, remember this actor? Now there's somebody different, but kind of the same, but totally different. Uh, just ask <laughs> Nora, as well as now Nora, and as well as uh, Harrison Wells, and yeah. actually Barry Allen, and Jay Garrick, and Henry Allen. So yeah, like everybody's been <laughs> multiple people on this show. It's a, it's a rite of passage, really, the fact that she's playing a different version of herself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. All right, so we do get, of course, Nora being back on the scene. We get uh, instantly the brother-sister dynamic between her and baby brother Bart. Uh, man, Bart Allen. Okay, this kid is nailing it. I think. Dude, he stole the show. Like we, we, you know, we fell in love with Nora, um, and I think I think Bart like stole the show from her, like just hands down. And just Daddy. this one episode, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think I think it's you know, Team Bart all the way. Not not saying like let's erase Nora from existence or anything, but like, no, I it's, think, it's not a competition. They could both be great. I mean, right? I think- I, but Jordan Fisher just nailed it. He did nailed it a hundred percent. He did. He did a fantastic job. I mean, I think uh, one of the things that I was you know, a little. Well, let me just put it this way: props, and I've said this already, but props on the team for the the costume team for going comic accurate and attempting comic accurate with Impulse. Impulse's like costume is something that barely looks good in comic book form, <laughs> and let's just say it's not the most flattering of uh, superhero garb out there. So, if you're going to be showing up as Impulse. You got to have the confidence to pull that ridiculous costume off. And this kid nails it, man. He commits hardcore. Like, and that's something that I really love about both these kids. And, and, and I'm kids. I'm referring to the characters, but also just the actor and the actress. Like they come in with a high energy and a commitment that some of our more weathered uh, cast, (laughs) like is not necessarily (laughs) showing up with. And so it's nice because you do have that battle hardness that comes out in the performance. And I think does speak to where this team, the the team of characters are right now. Uh, And it does kind of add to that instant energy of like, okay, yeah, no, the kids, you know, the the kids are back in town. uh, We're going to war. You know, the, the, the energy is there and and I'm here for it. So yeah, love, love this, love this Bart Allen, love this, uh, you know, nailed that kind of impulsivity that you would expect from impulse, uh, with just that high energy, that high confidence, um, you know, ready, ready to dive in and bump his head along the way and get back up and dive right back on in again and bump his head along the way and then dive back in again. (laughs) That's impulse, man. I, I thought he did great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. I just wonderful for the role. Um, I think he did an excellent job and I'm, I'm super excited to see some more. Oh yeah. Big time. Okay. So that's the thing, right? We've been saying, you know, we, we were looking at, at some point we know that Bart's going to show up. And one of the things that we have been hoping for is a massive, you know, flash family speedster, you know, team up of some sort. And that cannot happen without Jay Garrick, uh, a now repowered, a now earth prime, uh, earth prime native, now earth prime native looking like henry allen jay garrick wait hold on sidebar so he is earth prime right like for some reason i could have sworn it said keystone but i don't think it said a different earth oh it said keystone okay okay that i mean correct me if i'm wrong i was i was trying to think of what the nora like his you know his wife was saying 
She said Central City. She didn't say Earth One. No, she said Central City. The other thing, too, is I think at this stage in the game, we are operating under the understanding that there is only one Earth. Now, we know as an audience that there are multiple Earths, but our characters no longer know that. Yeah. So, okay. I'm I'm just making sure that I that I wasn't like hearing or that I was hearing stuff because that like for a second there I was like, wait, 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 hold on. What? And yeah. Okay. So that that. Yeah. I was yeah. very confused for a second. I was like, did she say that the flash of Earth? Pri- no, no. She said the flash to Central City, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Okay. Yeah. I, maybe I was just, you know, used to there being multiple Earths and then like it, my, my brain just supplanted that and like added it in itself. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Cool. And yes. Yeah, so, so we have, we have one Earth, multiple flashes, kind of, you know, yeah. But well, we have this kind of merged history between, you know, all of these different, you know, characters and heroes and such. And it, it, it makes sense. Like this makes sense that we would be here at this stage in the game. Yes. Now, I get that, like, there's probably a lot of questions people have in terms of, like, well, wasn't the whole concept behind his doppelganger that it's literally his dad from the other Earth? And does this mean that they're actually physically related? Is it more of, like, Uncle Jay is actually supposed to be Barry Allen's uncle? Uh, here's, here's the way that I'm pretty sure, you know, we're supposed to kind of look at this. Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah no sure i'm i'm totally fine with that yeah and that's not a that's not a dig on the show at all that's literally crisis don't think about it that that's that's how post-crisis mechanics work it, again it, it, it's not supposed to make sense yeah it's I, crisis <laughs> I, I referenced the meme from the D cartoon in the 70s where like the wizard makes like a rainbow in his hand and the and the caption is it's magic i ain't got to explain expletive yeah. uh so it's crisis i ain't got to explain anything <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's uh that's essentially accurate so you know don't don't think about it let's just all have a good time and i know you're probably thinking like oh you, bo you complain about the consistency of yada 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 all the time I'm like yeah that's fair f- very fair but the difference is the source material stinks at this as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I so had, it's I comic had, book accurate <laughs> for it to not make sense. Yeah, I had I had one uh, OMG science complaint that was inconsistent. Um, oh, here it comes. Well, I mean, they, they, they kind of fixed it. Like, you know, uh, uh, Chester was saying that it needed to be charged with uh, electromagnetic energy. And so they're going to use Allegra because she emits electromagnetic energy. And then Barry's like, it can be charged with anything, right? Uh, like kinetic energy. And he's like, sure. And so they charge it. And like, of course, it doesn't work. It'd be one thing if it was like it can be charged with various things on the electromagnetic spectrum, but kinetic energy is not on the electromagnetic spectrum. So like I, I don't know. That was just weird. And then they're talking about like nanometers of energy, and he's like, like we needed you know five nanometers, but you provided five billion times that amount. So five meters. So that's like a radio wave. And I, I was I was just like, no. <laughs> that that is that not how this works? That's that's not how any of this works. Oh, okay. See, I I, I was unaware. I thought that that, that was I mean it, it, it just pulled me out for like two seconds where I was like, wait, wait, no, no, no hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then, you know, they, they should have at least been in there as like, well, it's designed to take electromagnetic energy, but it can use kinetic as well. And then they go, oh, no, we use kinetic and that gave them more power because we need to use this and like throw out the line about five billion times more than a nanometer because you just measure you're, you're, you're multiplying a distance. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, it, it's OK, man. It, it, it's OK. They're, they're fighting. They're fighting speedsters from the future who are having some sort of like and they're all clones, drones, 
just yeah, clone yeah, drones. Yeah, fine. Hey, we'll go with clone drones. They're clone drones, exactly. So yeah. that's just kind of where we're at right now. Just, just <laughs> enjoy for what it is. I'm here for it, man. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. It, and also, it added to the storyline because. You know, it not only did it end up supercharging uh, Godspeed and kind of making him an even more formidable opponent for the moment, but it also kind of echoed what was really going on with Allegra. Now, I did see on our Discord some folks were saying uh, that, you know, they weren't really necessarily feeling the Allegra story. I thought it was pretty good. You know, I was actually sitting back thinking, like, has she not told everybody that her cousin died? And so I was, I thought it was very interesting because that happened at, at Star, you know, and everybody kind of took it in stride. Chester was like, oh, I'm sorry about your cousin. I'm like, dude, you just found out she died, like, in this building. <laughs> no, she didn't die in that building. She died fighting Black Hole somewhere else. I thought they were in the building when it went down. Oh, no, no, no. She Like, they weren't fighting Black Hole in Star Labs. Uh, Ultraviolet was fighting Black Hole remnant somewhere else. Okay. All right. Well, then that's my bad, because I thought they were in, the, in Star Labs. All right. So let me, let, me, let me walk that one back real quick. I mean, you know, you'd think that Chester, you know, he'd be a little bit more um, like, oh, it, we, like I just saw her and, and now she's dead. Like we all had like kind of a moment and now, and now she's dead. I guess she did try to kill Chester actually several times. Well, yeah, it. yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know, but, but it, ma- it made sense to me because, you know, she feels really guilty about it. And like, I doubt she wants to, you know, oh, hey, Barry, by the way, you know, Ultraviolet's dead because I refuse to go help my own family members. And then mm-hmm. meanwhile, like Vin Diesel shows up and says, you know. Nothing stronger than family and kills Nothing her with a shotgun. <laughs> That's like yeah. Arnold Diesel. That was- <laughs> Vin Diesel is Arnold Diesel. We talk about that. That's high praise. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think you're right. I, but no, I thought it was uh, it was nice because we need for one thing, we need to acknowledge what happened with the storyline. Yeah. And also, you know, she actually made a comment about like, you know, essentially kind of being a glorified battery charger. And, you know, you do get in this episode, you know, Frost is on the scene. She saves Barry at one point, pretty epic, but it does kind of like, while that's going down, yes, always great to see Frost in action, but we got kind of a super Saiyan on the team. We kind of need to get her out of the lab. You know what I mean? Like get her into the field. Give her a suit. What's up? Uh, You know, they're, they're going to try and charge the thing again. It's not going to work, but she's going to bring it out. Maybe with like the, the teleporter things she has or something. Okay. She's going to go Super Saiyan, she's going to charge it, and she's going to freeze them, or or take their energy somehow. Sure. And that's going to, A, show everyone her Super Saiyan abilities, and prove once and for all that she's not just a microwave, and <laughs> yeah. also, it'll help save the day. It might not be the thing to save the day, because honestly, you want you want your main characters to like really save the day, but it will, it, it's, it's either going to be like a B-team thing, where like the, the Godspeed clones- You may clones, want it, but that doesn't happen on this show, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, it's it'll it'll be one of those things where it's like, um, um, she'll probably save the B team as the Godspeeds are attacking, because uh, Barry is is out of is out of play right now, right? Because he's right. in Godspeed's mind, and so everyone else is going to be there, and like the kids are going to be fighting them, and like they're not going to you know be able to do it. the The device is there in Central City, so the, I, the, this is my prediction here. Okay, they're going to come in. The Godspeed clones are going to come and try and you know take care of Bart. Allegra is going to step up and um, go Super Saiyan, show everybody on the team how powerful she really is and um, like defeat the Godspeed clones to give Barry enough time to go in there and um, fight Godspeed Prime in August's brain. <laughs> that's 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 where I'm seeing it's going. OK, no, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But even then, it's like a supercharging type deal. I, I do. I do hope that we see her more in the field and not just in a, you know, uh, my cell phone died again. Allegra, Allegra, <laughs> don't have like a charge thing. 
Well, I wonder if it's like a, you know, this is a really expensive visual effect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure it is. I mean, like, you know, we don't get, honestly, we don't get frost in the field all that much. But I mean, like, you know, you were talking about kind of where is the value. And, you know, I do, I still argue that like, you know, having kind of those ranged blasters is actually a really good value when you are a speedster, which means that theoretically anyway, your primary means of combat is going to be close and, and tight end and I mean, like, granted, now we did get a chance to see some pretty incredible speedster abilities that we've never seen before. For example, uh, Nora used a lightning lasso, which is pretty sweet. Um, we got a chance to see some phasing, our phasing utilized in an interesting way. Impulse literally just, like, magically appeared or kind of phased out of uh, reality to, to spy on everybody, which is terrifying. Yeah, that was really neat. That's like a, um, I guess like a speedster stealth kind of thing that yeah. the godspeeds used as well which was also interesting well and then you know we also get made mention of barry talking about you know to, or telling nora like hey can you know can you just reverse time and she's like yeah that'd be hilarious if i could do that uh which was of course the thing that led to her realizing that uh he was talking about you know the the original nora the the pre i don't know the pre-crisis nora i guess she was pre-crisis wasn't she yeah I mean, like, not the. Well, no, that's right. Because actually, Crisis was, you know, yes, Nora kind of wiped herself out from the timeline. But then there's also the fact that because Barry survived Crisis, he was alive for this Nora. Ergo, vis a vis, this is pre crisis. This is post Crisis Nora, and yeah. that is pre Crisis Nora. So yeah, that 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 tracks. Um, but yeah, so you know. Uh, I think uh, I think we got a chance to see a lot of different cool speedster abilities throughout this, but you do, you do still need those ranged. I don't know. I think there is value in having those those ranged blasters on your team. Yeah, you got to you got to have the ranged DPS with the melee DPS to have a balanced group. Exactly, exactly. So, and especially when you got somebody that powerful, you need to you need to utilize them. You need to yeah. use, utilize them. So anyway, that I did not have a problem at all with uh, Allegra's little little mini arc that she had. And one of the things I actually appreciated about both hers and the Kramer versus Kramer storylines is that they were not bloated in the midst of everything that was going on because when you do have like the entire city trying to evacuate because an entire speedster civil war is going on and you have speedsters from the future fighting other speedsters from the future like you know this is this is you know epic end game you know big boss level stuff and the side quests are you know not always not always the best best use of the time let's say so I, I thought it would, they were both handled pretty well from that standpoint, despite my jab earlier at uh, Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes, of course, like I said, Jay is back. He is back in the game. We're going to uh, uh, we're going to theoretically see him playing a pretty significant role. We learned this episode that he and Bart uh, have a very close relationship in the future. Any thoughts on that? It, it was interesting to see uh, is the implication that we will see more Jay Garrick or is it just that even though we may not see Jay Garrick, you know, beyond this crossover, uh, we will kind of know pretty, pretty solidly that he's going to survive in the future. I'm assuming that he's going to, because that's the way that they kind of, you know, fix the future for Bart. So I figure he's going to survive the whole thing because they're going to defeat Godspeed. Well, I didn't get the sense that Jay dies in the present like my thought is you know especially since he has a relationship with bart that he's not you know quote unquote supposed to die for probably about another 20 years right 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 yeah yeah he's supposed to die you know later on but the thing is that i'm that i'm guessing is is you know godspeed's goal here is just to kill him again to like you know Mm. say the same the same way that um that eobard killed nora 500 times or, yeah. you know th- th- that same kind of thing so he's gonna go back and try to kill jay in the past um and barry's trying to stop 
Godspeed in the past from doing it in the future, but now they're going to have to stop Godspeed from doing it in the past again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that uh, Thon has kind of become the, uh, like the, oh, what's the dude from the Harry Potter movies? Voldemort? Yeah, he's kind of the Voldemort of the Flash family. He's got all these horcruxes. Well, not even the horror. Well, actually, you know what? Actually, I didn't even think about it. From <laughs> yeah, he's got the horcruxes. Uh, we're we're treating him like he who shall not be named. You know, like this. You know, he's 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 Voldemort. He's he's a speedster Voldemort. Speedster Mort. Yeah, it doesn't really work. No, no, that one doesn't track. <laughs> but uh, there is very much a you're a wizard Barry from that standpoint. <laughs> you can get away with that. I think you're a speedster Barry. You're a speedster Barry. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I was worried at the beginning of this episode. Uh, in fact, I was, I was sitting here, I was watching the, the show with my wife. She's not been uh, up to date with everything that was going on. So she was kind of asking some questions and I was explaining, I was explaining to her. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Iris is going to be here. I mean, this entire plot line is about her kids and her being pregnant and everything else. And for whatever reason, they, <laughs> they've decided thus far that she's not, that important to those particular storylines but then fortunately i was wrong and she did pop up weirdly yeah that that whole the whole, the whole iris situation these last several episodes feels weird to me like really weird super weird nora is hinting at stuff and, and nora and bart obviously know what's going on they're not telling barry for you know um protect the timeline reasons which yes never tell barry anything which by the way i love the fact that <laughs> i love the fact that that they uh you know, are just like giddy about the fact that they're there with their dad when he's young. Uh, and it's not, not in like the same way that Nora was when we first saw her before, where there was kind of like this fangirling, but also this, you know, I never actually got a relationship with you. Now it's like in the future, you tell us not to do something, but in the present, you're saying we can get away with it. You know, so it's, <laughs> it's the pitting two parents against each other, which all kids do, except it's the super time travel version of that where you're literally pit- pitting parent versus a younger version of your parent. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a real neat dynamic that they have going on there for sure. Absolutely, man. Um, but before we get into the, the, you know, the, the specific kind of the questionable what's going on with Iris stuff and what does it, it mean? Um, let's talk about kind of the way in which Iris and Barry kind of engage with their kids. Uh, at one point they actually threaten the kids to lock them up in the, uh, in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throw them in the pipeline. Like they've done so many criminals. Yeah. Like you wouldn't do that. And then like look at each other and Iris is like, we will, if we have to, <laughs> <laughs> which does make you wonder, did they use the pipeline you think, or will they use the pipeline when they've got kindergartners that aren't staying, uh, staying put? I, I mean, like I don't know how you keep your kids and everyone else around your kids safe when they have superpowers unless it's a situation where it's like you know with the x-men where uh your your powers don't really come in until you hit puberty kind of thing Mm -hmm. i i don't know because you know could you imagine like a a a toddler like speed running into something i mean granted they have speed healing so that'd be fine but like you know Oh, what they run into doesn't have speed healing right or like running out into the street and causing a car accident or something yeah so I figured they would either need to make a giant pipeline cell and replace their house with it, you know, <laughs> right, right, uh, during those during those first several years. But I, I don't know. I, I'm just assuming that it's a thing where it's like the powers don't kick in until uh, until puberty or something like that. We well, got Gideon as a babysitter too, so you know you got you got uh, got Gideon tech. It's very possible that the majority of whatever Gideon is is useful for was heavily developed when having children that could literally not just run at the speed of light 
but literally go back in time and like get out of problems and change things. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they mess up, right? Like they, they stay out too late and, or they, they ram the car into the, you know, school or whatever it is. And it's, so they quickly turn back time and they get in like, uh, Nora, why, why do you smell like exhaust? And is that a cut on your uh, shoulder? And how did this, you know, oil get here or whatever? And she's like, I don't know, it's nothing. And then he's like, Gideon, <laughs> Nora has changed the timeline five times this evening. You know, like. <laughs> but but remember, remember, this Nora can't turn back the timeline. So, you know, she's sitting there thinking, if I could turn back time, if I could find a way, oh, I'd wreck yeah. the car that I stole and not get grounded. <laughs> oh man oh share tv talk oh share tv talk i miss you um yeah man no i i, I think uh <laughs> it does seem like the uh the parenting is a little bit different this time around and you know obviously we've gotten at this point a few storylines with them as parents um but uh this is in my opinion the storyline that not only have we wanted to see but i think that they have wanted to see this is the this is them parenting their actual children and it's it's Interesting too, because with Nora, when she, with, with kind of pre-crisis Nora, when she shows up, she very much kind of has this like revert to childhood that you get sometimes, right? Like you, you get put back into scenarios where you were as a kid and there's almost kind of this mental uh, thing that happens where you almost kind of like de-mature for, for like for moments and fall back into the way that you used to be. And so you kind of get that a little bit with Nora because she's dealing with kind of the angst that she's feeling towards her mom and the kind of the pain that she's feeling towards not having her dad and wishing that her dad could have been there when she was a kid. And man, that's just such a great character. I'm sorry. I just, I, I still like, it's still one of my favorite seasons. I know that Cicada had its problems, but like, honestly, the Nora stuff really does raise that season up pretty, pretty heavily for me here. We're dealing with both a Nora and a Bart now, Bart, you know, obviously he is impulsive. He is younger. But at the same time, they're both kind of grown up. You know, I mean, like we got a college kid and an out of college kid. Like these are, you know, they're, they're engaging with their parents. Yes, there is kind of that parent child dynamic, but they're not really children. And Barry and, and, and Iris don't treat them as kids in the same way that maybe they did with Nora first time around. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there was the lock you in the basement. I'm not going to try to pretend <laughs> like that didn't happen, but I'm <laughs> I don't know. It almost seemed like there was less of a extreme responsibility that they felt the first time around with Nora or even with the the Speed Force babies, you know, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> the, the, for, the forces. Uh, maybe they're just sick of it at this point. Maybe it's like that third child you have. You know, the first one you do your best with and then they you put all the rules. Then the second one comes along and you're just like, all right, well, now, you know, we I'm a little looser on things I used to be more hardcore on because I figured this out. And then the first kid's like, well, hey, this this wasn't how things were the, the first time around. But then the third kid comes along and you're just like, yeah, you know what? Just take care of yourself. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, here, here's a carton of cigarettes and uh, and a computer with <laughs> unlimited internet access. Go go at it. Call me when you're yeah. 20. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I say all this with, with my second child who's perched right next to me. <laughs> uh anyway so uh yes that uh that, that dynamic is always very interesting to see uh we got an incredible fight sequence this this episode uh several different fight scenes with all the god speeds going after the various speedsters the speedsters kind of coming together the way you know things threw down in the church and then of course we got the return of the king of tech himself ladies and gentlemen 
Cisco, Mecha Vibe, on the scene. Hadn't even been gone two seconds, and I didn't realize how much I missed him. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was uh, definitely their uh, pinch hitter, I guess, in this situation. Their, 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 their trump card or something like that. They, did, uh, they, they needed him. You know, he was gone, and they missed him, and he came back, and they realized how much they needed him. That's right, man. He came back strong too. Like it was a great, it was great reentry to the character. You know, we had heard that he'd probably be back for the series season finale, and I thought the uh, the use case here was great. It was kind of like a little toss back and forth between him and Diggle. Um, you know, and it, it, it was great to see him in full, you know, full gear. I mean, even at the very tail end of this episode, we've got Barry as the Flash, we've got Frost in full Frost gear, and we've got Cisco in full vibe gear or Mecha vibe gear. And uh, they're getting ready to go, you know, throw down with the villains like this is like moments like this are what you want to see seven years in and kind of these characters having reached their ultimate form. Uh, And I think it I think it was really great. We got we got so many great moments this episode, Uh, man. Before we dive into kind of the the iris uh, iris of it all. Any other thoughts on this episode? Man, it's just a lot of fun. Like I I, I know I've seen a lot of chatter on on the Internet about this being the best one of the of the season and i i think i have to agree um it it, yeah. it really did an excellent job of kind of washing the bad t- and not to say that like the other episodes this season weren't like i'm not saying they're bad, they I'm, I'm, bad. but I'm, but i'm not saying they're like they're like just <laughs> bad like unwatchable like you know, anything like that but you know they, they didn't leave the best taste in your mouth right well this right. episode totally washed that bad taste out and you know got me really excited for the finale and really excited to see where they're going to go uh, with season eight. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm super excited for the season finale next week and uh, it, it couldn't come any sooner. Man, that's what we wanted. That's all we wanted is for them to finish real strong. And it seems like that is exactly what's happening here. So uh, there's that, but there is still something that is a little odd off worrisome or otherwise. And that's going to bring us to this week's speedster speculation. Bell, as you have already made mention, Iris was kind of back and the way in which she was gone and then (laughs) the way in which she wasn't present and felt gone and then was storyline not there and gone and then brought to the still forest and then brought back. It feels weird. It feels really weird. And like it doesn't I don't it's just so weird. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense. From a story standpoint, it doesn't make a lot of sense mm. from like, you know, a, a character and like filming stamp. Like, like why? Like, OK, so she was she was morning sick because of the pregnancy, but she wasn't pregnant. Um, right. Then. So she was just gone from those scenes. And then um, she, you know, gets taken into the into the still force because she's like, there's something wrong with her chrono, like her, her you know, time wise, which we have no idea what that is. But then Nora's like, right. oh, no, it's fine. Everything. Mom's going to be fine. So, so like, well, what is, what, what is the thing? Like, it, it seems like it's already been resolved in the future. So, like, why are we making a big deal out of it now? I, I, like, did Candace have some scheduling stuff? And so they couldn't put her in episodes and they had to shoehorn some kind of ridiculous plot reason to do that. Like, she's sick. Now she's in the speed force or the, the, the still force. And now she's back and everything's fine. Like, I, it doesn't none of this makes any sense to me. I, I don't know if they're going for um, some big reveal for it. But according to Nora, everything's fine. Um, but the first dream that Barry had with Nora said everything's not fine. And then the second one was like, everything's fine. And now actual Nora, not dream Nora, was like, yeah, everything's fine with mom. Nothing like I don't I don't get it. Like, I have no idea what's going on with this. It just feels so weird and out of place to me. And I, I, I can't help but think it's something to do production wise. that They had to shoehorn all of this in. 
yeah, that feels like it's the case. Like it's it's not story, but it's it's something behind the scenes. Here's the thing, because uh, Bart was actually the one that said specifically, "Oh no, it's cool. We know that she'll be fine when or something. Or you know, she prepared us for something. Like basically, it was an acknowledgement that something is going to happen. It's going to seem bad, but in the long run, it's not going to be as bad as we think it is, uh, or at least as bad as the kids think it is." Now, what could that mean? I would argue, whew, all right, this is this is dangerous stuff because we, we have been wrong before in this regard, <laughs> but I would argue, Bell, that we have seen something similar to this in the past in terms of kind of these weird character changes that don't seem to make a lot of sense beyond the inevitable. And what I mean by that is this happened a lot with Cisco. Like it, this, this feels very similar to kind of like these weird turns for a character that turn into the character leaving the show. But like this many so close together in one season. <laughs> well, but see, we think about the season though. This was a crammed season with all the production issues and everything else. I mean, I honestly, at one point I legitimately thought we weren't even going to come back. I thought, I thought for sure the flash was done. I didn't think we were going to get a completion of the show. I thought, I thought, you know, I was, I was prepared for that situation to happen. And so, and I'm, you know, I got to imagine that many of the actors probably felt a lot of, you know, uh, the same way. Um, I have no idea where people are in their contracts or anything like that. I'm not saying this is what I want, but on the contrary, it's not at all what I want, but I'm starting to wonder if that might actually be the case. Filming the flash has not exactly been like the best overall experience for Candace. Uh, she's had to deal with some really ridiculous fans, uh, you know, quote unquote fans who have just kind of made her, her life and online life miserable. Um, you know, the being kind of in this space as a whole, uh, is, you know, kind of tiresome as, you know, just in general. And honestly, you, like I, I said earlier, you can tell with a lot of these, uh, characters and a lot of these actors, you can, you can, you can see they're tired and you can kind of see that they're ready to move on. So I, I would not be totally shocked if we are going to see at the end of this season, a situation that causes Candace or rather not Candace, but Iris to have to live in the still force until the series finale. Now that's, that's a, that, that's my, that's my prediction. Again, I'm not saying this is what I want, I'm a, I am an Iris fan. I have always been very pro Iris. Um, I really, you know, I've, I've wanted good storylines for her to follow. Uh, and you know, I feel like ever since, honestly, ever since the mirror master plotline, I don't know, the, the chemistry hasn't been there as much, uh, between her and grants. And so, you know, you kind of get the sense that maybe something's going on behind the scenes. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. But, I, I remember seeing some information about it. Um, a while back, because Grant had signed on, he did a, I think he did a two year contract extension for season eight and season nine. Um, hmm. But so it, it looks like Jesse L. Martin, Daniel Panabaker, and Candace Patton all have deals to return for season eight. They, I think all of the contracts were up at the end of season seven. Yeah. And so maybe they didn't know if she was going to resign or not. Okay. And so maybe they have like these, these hooks, these story hooks that they could pull into to like, have some kind of explanation if she doesn't come back. I don't, I don't know, but uh, there's a lot of stuff to speculate about. So I'm not even going to really like go into it, but it, it is confirmed it that just she's going to be back. It just seems so weird then. Okay. All right. Well, see that, 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 I guess that's to some extent my point. Like we saw this with Cisco. Like we saw, like it feels as though they're writing him off the show 
and and then and then they never rid him off wrote him off the show. Yeah, but we saw that across like three seasons. With but uh, yeah, that all the weird fact that's that's exactly what I mean though. Like it's it's strange. Because it doesn't just like happen right before the character's gone. It's just all of a sudden, you know, it's it's not even it's, it's the, the exact opposite of all of a sudden. And so I don't know, it just seems it just feels very similar to that. Yeah. So obviously she's not leaving, but at the same time it just it feels very similar to what's come before. Yeah, and I, I agree with you on that. It's just I think this is different in that it feels it feels weirder to me simply because it's happened over the course of like four episodes as opposed to over the course of like three to four seasons <laughs> with Cisco. You right. know, like there there's this like will he won't he kind of thing. Um, you're like, oh, okay, well that story arc, huh? Interesting. And then like they end up resolving in these days, and it's like, oh, there's this other plot point where like he could clearly exit the show and 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 everything would be you know resolved or whatever oh okay no they, they did it back so there's this you know yeah. there's that like kind of wave with cisco and then with iris it's like she's gone and not even a part of two episodes back to back where they're like oh she's sick and then it's like uh she's gone for 90 percent of an episode she has one scene where she's in the still force and she's like yeah my chronotroms are messing up and it it just it just felt so bizarre and so out of place. And it's like, I mean, is she sick? Oh no, no, that's not it. We can't we can't go that route. Um, so her chronotrons are messed up, and so she's in the still force. Um, yeah, and it it doesn't make any sense. But, but I, now I don't her chronotrons I mean, are stable it, it, enough that she can come back. And you know, both the kids are like, "No, nah, mom's fine." I'm, okay, so I guess all right. So so let's 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 go with this in a different route, perhaps maybe. <sighs> Could it be? Could it be that we're setting up Speedster Iris for the next next season, and that she is going to end up being a Speedster? So we'll have like a full, like a literally full Flash family. Everybody in the pow- and everybody in the fam's got uh, got the speeds. We thought for a minute that like she might be end up being the Speed Force, and we were wrong on that. Yeah, we were dead wrong on that. I, I mean, I don't know. It just it feels off. I've, I do. I I have a feeling that at some point, you know, like you you can tell shows where like everything's going well behind the scenes. And then there's shows you can kind of tell something's up behind the scenes. And then there's shows like, you know, Smallville where it's like eh, kind of a mixed bag, kind of a mixed bag. Well, there, there's <laughs> certainly stuff going on behind the scenes. And in fact, one of them, you know, is in prison for it. <laughs> well, two, two, two of them, them were in prison. Two of them. For, well, technically three of them at, at one point were in prison. <laughs> like, yes. all for different things, but regardless. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so that's, that's, yeah. That. Uh, but it does seem like at, at some point, the E true Hollywood story of, the CW's flash, you know, 10, 15 years now is going to come out. I do remember, I mean, like obviously, you know, especially during um, kind of the, the height of the me too movement, uh, there was some shakeup behind the scenes and, and there was in- indication. Candace had even made indication that there was something more as it related to her, but she didn't, she wasn't ready to talk about it. Um, and honestly, I just, I wonder if, if maybe that whatever that's, well, you know, I shouldn't even speculate. I, you know, it's probably irresponsible to speculate, but regardless, I'm, I I just know that happened, and it just seems to me that there's a lot there's a lot behind the scenes of this show that unfortunately uh, exists for the people that work there, and also unfortunately exists to kind of I think create story issues and and you know situations that don't necessarily yield the best stories. But all that said, despite kind of whatever is going on, I love the fact that she's back. She does need to be involved in this story, so I'm really glad that she is involved in this story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and that she's not like off and off, off screen land and, and is actually part of the show. So happy. Uh, and on top of that, we got, we got some great stuff looking forward to, man. I think, I think we're heading in the right direction. I think we're going to finish strong 
And uh, yeah, uh, here's here's to finding out what's going on in the very, very near yeah, future. Yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those things, you know, I, I hope everything is going well on set. I hope the issues that they've had uh, are corrected. And I, I hope that it's a, it's a better work environment for everybody involved. Like, I really, really hope that. Um, and, you know, because all of these kinds of things, like, you know, nobody wants to work in a in an environment that's that's hostile to them and stuff like that and so i hope that's not the case um i i hope that you know whatever issues they've had were resolved and this kind of story stuff that they're doing here was because they didn't know and it was something unrelated to anything bad right <laughs> i you know because we, we want the best for the, for all for all the people who work on this show um it just you know <laughs> situations like this make it really difficult to to speculate and kind of take the fun out of it because it's not like you know there's not elements of the story that you can look at to try to like extrapolate what's going on. There's too much like real world stuff coming in there that really sound like, you know, throws a wrench in the, in the works. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's harder to speculate things about like, Oh, what's cause like, I'm, I'm, I'm less interested in what's wrong with Iris right now on the show than I am. What's wrong with cat and uh, Candace right now on the show. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. And, That's a good yeah. point. That's a great. So, way so yeah. So like it, it's, it's uh you know, we're, we're concerned that, there's something going uh, on with her with the production um and you know we just we we want everybody to to enjoy what they what they do and so i'm hoping that this you know contract new that she has there they they've resolved the issues that she had with them or you know in the event that they had issues with her you know i i don't i don't know the whole thing i'm not i'm not here to speculate on that but well, as as <laughs> As someone who was born in Mississippi and grew up in Texas, I, I feel like we <laughs> we're gonna be Team Candace one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Candace I was born in Mississippi uh, too, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. And she grew up yeah. in Texas, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's, I mean, unless she like killed somebody on set, then you know. <laughs> well, it depends on who it was, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah. What what did happen to Ralph's face anyway? Uh, okay. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, man. Let's uh, from there. Let's jump into some listener feedback. Hi, this is John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. All right, man, we got an email in from Josh. What did Josh have to say? Hey, guys, just listen to the POW recap episode. I've been all in on the Arrowverse shows until recently and have always been into the Diggle slash Green Lantern story. I pretty much dropped all the other shows lately except Superman, Supergirl, and Flash, so I haven't followed uh, the recent Diggle arc. I do remember an episode of the of the Arrow, though, where his stepdad, I think he was referred to as the General, uh, his last name was Stuart. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever see him as a Green Lantern unless that's what he'll play on the Lantern Corps show. My reason for that belief is that at the end of the Snyder Cut, it was supposed to be a Green Lantern instead of the Martian Manhunter, but WB wouldn't approve it because of the upcoming show. So if they aren't going to allow a short clip on that film, I find it hard to believe that they'll do it for any of the CW shows. I guess the one exception could be if they're going to make the Lantern show part of the Arrowverse, which would be odd after we just combine them all <laughs> onto one Earth. They did have that Lantern clip in Crisis, so who knows? Anyway, that's all. Just felt like I had to reach out. Thanks for keeping me going this season. It's definitely been rough. <laughs> Josh, you're absolutely right it has been rough and uh 
<laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we're helping you stick with it. It's uh this 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 most recent episode on this podcast that we're talking about uh, definitely, you know, fan the flames and rekindled my excitement again for this show. So I hope it did the same for you. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think um, I think this is this is really good observations here. I do think that it'll be interesting once the Arrowverse comes to a close which my guess will be will happen within the next five years. If I just, you know, just throwing it out there. I, I think it'll be worth going back and kind of looking at what was the Arrowverse? What was the crisis? How was it handled? And kind of talk, like, I think a, a, like a, a an autopsy of the good, the bad, and the ugly will really kind of provide maybe a guidance for whatever the DC, the future of DC TV looks like. Uh, it'll definitely be kind of a moment. I remember at the end of Justice League Unlimited, uh, the kind of the closing of what was then the Bruce Timm kind of DC universe animated universe. Um, that was a, there was, there was a sadness there cause that was such a great connected universe. And it was, it was like, it was a connected universe before that was even a thing. Uh, in many respects, DC beat Marvel to the punch. Now you could argue that Marvel did the same thing with Spider-Man and his amazing friends, but regardless, I'm just saying that that DC animated universe was absolutely incredible. And when you, when you kind of, when it came to a close, it's really interesting to go back and look at all the different kind of pieces that connected and the ways they connected, where they connected correctly and where maybe there was some missteps along the way, which that definitely exists there. So, um, yeah, but I will say this too, like in terms of like non-connected arrow shows, I started watching Titans. I, I, it, it was a little rough at first just cause it, it, uh, what's the right way to say it? It's jarring. It's jarring how different it is. <laughs> but once you kind of get like acclimated to it, it's really good. <laughs> like it is really good. Yeah, I, I I've heard really good things about it. That and Doom Patrol. You know, there's a bunch of DC properties out there that I hear are really good. Uh, the thing that's really interesting to me though is is you know with Zack Snyder's Justice League with them not wanting to include a Green Lantern instead of a Martian Manhunter. Um. You would think with them including Ezra right. Miller on The Flash and like straight up admitting, yes, there is a multiverse in our shows, that they would, that they would learn that oh lesson and like gosh. be more lenient about that yeah. stuff to get people excited for other properties. You know, like I, I, I like I don't I don't understand it. You know, the, the biggest hype thing in the entire world as far as D.C., television and film is concerned was Ezra Miller showing up. It on was huge. CW's flash. It was huge. It was absolutely huge. It was bigger than crisis. I, I mean, like that was the biggest moment in all of crisis. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, it was nuts. And you would think that he they... would choke somebody out, but he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> and that was newsworthy as well. Sorry. How, how, did, how did I know you would go there? How did I know you would go there? <laughs> No, go ahead. Sorry. But, so you were, you, but you yes. know, yeah, I mean, the, the point being here is that, like, I don't understand why Warner Brothers is seeing is being so restrictive with their properties when they've confirmed there's a multiverse. They've languished in that multiverse and they live in it and they don't want to, you know. And now there's a Green Lantern embargo like that. That's, I, yeah. that's surprising to me. That And that's unfortunate. The Green Lantern embargo. Meanwhile, freaking Loki is over here re- I don't want to spoil Loki. Uh, well, I, I don't want to say that either. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some. I hadn't seen the most recent episode, so don't you dare say a word. Well, I mean, that's not too spoilery to just point out the fact. I think anybody who's watching that show knows, like, what's going on on these these DC or these uh, these Marvel, you know, Disney Plus shows has massive implications for the movie like series. Like, this is the first time. 
you know, that you really <laughs> feel that deep connection between, you know, quote unquote television and quote unquote movies. Yeah. For, for once, finally, hashtag it's all connected actually means something. Right. The- you can get alligator Loki and Loki. You can you can get to Green Lanterns. Anyway, yeah. all right, Josh, great email. Thanks so much for that. And uh, thanks for, uh, for everybody else. Hey, let us know your thoughts. If you have... I can't believe I'm going to ask for this. If you got the, if you got the juice, if you got the gossip, if you got the tea on what's going on behind the scenes, I, I, I typically don't want to know, but at this point it's impacting the show. I want to know. So <laughs> send it in. We won't, we won't name names. Okay. We won't name names. We'll call you, uh, well, you know, we, don't, we won't even call you anything because we won't name names. We'll call so you, you Mr. Nobody. Or because Mrs. Because on Flash, family is stronger than anything that was a that was a fast and the furious reference sorry i i recently watched all the movies because i'm gonna go see fast nine and so for some reason like it's 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 corrupted my brain and i it's my brother he's showing up he's gonna try to get us i don't but i got the family how are they gonna how are they gonna fight john cena because they can't even see him i am great (laughs) (laughs) wait that wait what john cena that's his thing you know you can't see me no, that that was that was uh, uh what's his face's thing? No, that's John Cena. The that Rock. Was Drax. That was Drax's thing. As you can't see him. No, d- d- John Cena, the wrestler. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 movie star with the weird arms. Yeah. And the face. He's got. He's got a. He's got a. He does have a face. a face. He does have a face. He does have arms. Whether or not they're weird, I mean, they're 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 big and muscular. I don't know if that's weird to you, but yeah, John Cena, the WWE his- superstar. I'm legally Does, required to call His arms him. don't look weird to you? Like, his body doesn't look kind of like a weird... You know what? I, I mean, have a feeling really he could break me in half. Yeah, I don't know that yeah, I absolutely should be commenting. Um, yeah. But <laughs> that was his thing. It's like, you can't see me. Like He weighs his hands in front of his face. It's like, you can't see me. That's Drax the Destroyer. No, Drax the Destroyer is I'm moving so slowly you can't see me. I didn't watch wrestling. Dave, right, okay, Dave Batiste is also a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, so... The, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> wrestlers and not being able to see each other and also being movie stars there's a lot of overlap in that venn diagram <laughs> apparently apparently uh y'all follow us on uh, twitter at flash tv talk you can follow bell at ring that bell and if 240 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show feel free to email us at flash at podestery.com that's p-o-d-a-s-t-e-r-y.com you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash flash tv talk and as always special thanks to charlie bach who provides the music for our show you can listen to the rest of his awesome stuff at soundcloud.com slash charlie bach shout out to the good folks at tvtalk.fm for some great tv talking podcast and that is going to do us for us for this week but until next time we'll be back in a flash and see
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.